What's going on everybody? It's your boy Kelechi and I'm back with another one of these. Welcome to the Rambly Mind Podcast where I, Kelechi, am your host. I don't know why I went to I'm your host this time around. But it's me, Kelechi, leading the discussions on this podcast. We got so much to discuss today. But I just want to say welcome to the end of September and the beginning of October. I cannot believe I made it through. I thank God for just being able to make it to this point and being able to make it into October. And to all my Nigerians out there, October 2nd, we all know what it is. Actually, it's October 3rd. But October 3rd, we all know what it is. You know what it is. You know. We shall celebrate the Nigeria Republic. Yes, so we are celebrating the birth of Nigeria. We just say thank you, God, for another year in Nigeria. Even though Nigeria needs some blessings, it needs so much. It needs so much. That country needs help. And we just say thank you, God, for another year. That maybe things will be better. And we just keep holding out hope. If we have nothing else, at least we have hope that tomorrow will be maybe better than today. But, you know. We just leave it in the hands of God, to say the least. We leave it in the hands of God. I was reading a article today about how the power grid in Nigeria and the generation power that we have in Nigeria is enough from backup generators because we don't have consistent power in Nigeria. The backup generators that everybody has is enough to power the country like three times over if we had a power grid. And it's costing, and the problem is it's costing people about $50 billion every year because we keep buying generators and then gas or diesel to fill up these generators. And it's a huge problem. It's just like, I just feel like I was talking to, we were talking to a friend of mine and she was making, she made a very good point because I've always been like, why do we not have like consistent power? Like, it's not like we don't have anybody that's smart or anything like that. And she made a good point. It's like, there's a major industry. Like I just said, $50 billion. That's a major industry and money being made in generators and people buying backup generators that you definitely already know that they're lining the right people's money's pockets up and they're just like lining their pockets up with a good amount of money for them to not incentivize or to be really focused on having consistent power and having a power grid that can be sustainable because at the end of the day it's a whole lot easier like it is a thousand times easier to maintain a a basic power grid than it is to keep going with these backup generators that people have to do. But of course, Nigeria doesn't want to do that because it seems like there's other incentives. There's other things going on that's causing people to actually not want to fix or develop in such a positive manner because their pockets are getting lined while other people are suffering. And then part of that backup generator issue is the pollution that's coming out of the, the different types of ailments that people have that they shouldn't be dealing with. But because people have to turn on these generators, there's all these black things in apartments and people are not necessarily airing out their apartments the right way or airing out their homes the right way because they have these generators and you know people are getting sick from it and there's all this pollution from it and it's just it's just a problem my brother was telling me how nigeria is the number three pollutant in the world and it's just for a country that small it's just crazy to think about how much pollution we're bringing out of that country even though we have a lot of great things that come out come out of that country but there's a lot of stuff that we still need to do and to improve on and to be better and i was reading an article the other day talking about how Sorry about this offbeat and off the side things, but it was talking about how investors are having such a difficult time in investing and building new investments in 
Nigeria, like actual entrepreneurs are coming to Nigeria trying to build up stuff, but because of basic things not being available, like just having consistent power is making it that much harder for them to be able to develop whatever it is they're trying to develop. And that just is just it just shows that we have a long way to go. And we have in order for Nigeria to grow, we have to get some of these basic things done, whether it's with a, uh, just basic amenities done so that we can have consistent use of things. So companies can come into Nigeria and we can make some more money and we can bring the economy of Nigeria up and we can grow from it because otherwise we're going to be in the same place and we're always going to be doing the same things, always going to be looking for other things to be done. And it's just, it just makes no sense that as Great. And Nigeria is the, it is the number one economy in the entirety of Africa. And to think that every other country, Ghana, not every other country, but countries like Ghana, countries like South Africa, countries like, you know, these other countries have consistent power and the number one economy in Nigeria does not have, in Africa doesn't have consistent power. It just makes no sense. And sorry, that was a ramble. It sounded all over the place, but it's just, as we are celebrating an eventous and eventful time in Nigeria, it's also something that just brings up, makes you think about other things about the country. It doesn't just think about the good stuff, but also the negative things about my country and about my home, about where I am from and a place that I love, even though I haven't been there in a long time. But still, it's still a place that I love. And I just wish that we can do so much more. I just wish that we could do more. And part of it is the government is at fault. The people are at fault. Everybody has a role that we play in this, but part, a major part of it is the government where you're trying to do something and improve something and they get in the way of you being able to do that thing and improve something. It's like a company comes and says, oh, we want to do this. And they're like, no, you have to bribe us. You have to do all this stuff. And it's just like, come on. Like if you just, it's like, and I just wish somebody would tell the government, like, look, if there's a thousand dollars to be made, and you steal ten dollars, and a thousand dollars can be made consistently, and you can keep stealing ten dollars. That ten dollars will grow over time. But if you just want to come and collect your one twenty dollars that one time, just one time twenty dollars, that doesn't help you. Think about the long term. You can steal more consistently when you have something that is bringing money in consistently. So think about the long term. I just want, I just wish the politicians and people would understand that long term, you can you can end up making more money if you allow things to work. I mean, look at the United States system. That's basically what works for all these large corporations. You have Amazon, you have Google, you have Facebook, you have all these corporations that basically use these things to get around a lot of these taxes that they do. And all they say is, oh, we can provide jobs for this county. And then people are like, oh, you know what? You ain't got to pay no taxes anymore. Just come bring those jobs in there and it's money for them and money for people in their, in their thing. And the, the politicians keep getting voted in because they keep creating more jobs because they give given these companies tax breaks. And if a company gets tax break, guess what? The, they get an opportunity to make more jobs in a place. I'm not saying that the tax breaks are good overall. I'm not talking about that, but I am saying that it is a system that Nigeria should look into implementing so we can have some kind of growth in our country. We shouldn't be like bottom three when it comes to like poverty, like the rate of poverty in Nigeria is like we're bottom three in the entire world. It doesn't make any sense for a country that's also number one economy in Africa. How are we then also bottom three in poverty? Just it doesn't line up. It doesn't make sense in, 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 in just generally. It just doesn't make any sense. But anyway, that's my side ramble to get me started into this. I'm just really hyped up because you know I'm, I'm it's my it's, it's, it's my homeland it's like I'm I, it's it's a place that I love and I care about and I want to see do so well I want to see grow 
but it's just on the other side of things it's just like why can't we do better but anyway moving into some other topics and moving on from that side of things let's get into some news first of all let's do a quick review of some of the things highlights of what happened in september and then we're gonna go right into the political stuff donald trump was caught once again because the man can't help himself the man just doing the dirty he just he just can't help himself he's like oh i slightly got away with the elections from 2016 oh cool i'm gonna start playing my games to get myself reelected in 2020 because you know i ain't gonna win that thing straight up but if i can put some dirt on some of these other people's names i got a chance so once again it was found out like and the impeachment thing is so much bigger of a deal than I actually thought it was. Like the actual stuff that was caught in the transcript. I actually thought that people would be able to do like, you know how like there are classified information where they can black out parts of it. I thought he would be able to get away with that, but they weren't able to do that. They said that they tried to classify the transcript, like people in the White House that work for Donald Trump that are in Donald Trump's camp tried to classify the information from the transcript, but they couldn't do it. They couldn't get away with it. They, the, they were subpoenaed. The, the whistleblower was called out to testify. All this stuff was just coming out. And it's just like, I, to be honest, I don't see how Donald Trump's going to get out of this one. I don't know. Like, I think we're going to get one of those sound bites like we got when it was uh, Bill Clinton over there where he was like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I th I, that's what I'm looking forward to, though. I'm looking forward to getting one of those sound bites from Donald Trump, where we can always remember that he was impeached because he was doing some of these side hustles that he knew he shouldn't have been doing. And it's, I mean, it's a good news. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. For some people, they're gonna be like, "No, they're trying to all these Democrats." I'm like, the dude said it. Ain't nobody pressured the dude. Ain't nobody got a gun to that guy's head. The dude said the things that he said, and now finally they got him. They got him. I don't. Okay. To me, I don't think there's a way he's getting away with it. But then again, people have gotten away with murder before, so we shall see. But for right now, some of the details that are coming out of this impeachment case, duh. duh. It wasn't even like he said it one time all slyly. Like he was like, "Duh, can you uh just do me a favor and just investigate that dog over there? Just investigate Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biden, Biden. That guy. That guy. You know, you know the uh, vice president, ex vice president, the one with Obama. Yeah, that guy. Can you uh?" You know, just handle a little bit. It's not like he even did that. He straight up was like, yo, investigate Joe Biden for me. I need you to investigate this guy. Like, I'm trying to get some dirt on this guy. And then what What even blows my mind even more so than this is that it came out that it is very possible that Donald Trump in some way may have helped the current president of Ukraine win that election. Just mind blowing, which means this thing goes deeper than we even thought it did. This whole thing, like, which means like, this might even throw more, like, bring more light to the 2016 election case, where we're like, oh, so this is what happened, and we're already knowing, and we're already seeing in the world today how world governments are influencing their 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 delegates, or they're influencing their the the population of their country through using different false narratives by social media and all these things where they're trying to, to send out information falsely. I already told you the ones about what China did to to send out false information and propaganda about what's going on in China. I've told you about the situation where Russia has done that. With We've seen that happen in the US elections. We've seen that happen in UK with Brexit and how that happened, how false information was dissipated and how people took that and ran with it. And now Brexit is such a huge issue in the UK where they're having a problem with how they're even going to do 
Brexit, which if you ask me my opinion, Brexit isn't probably not going to happen. It's not going to come to fruition as far as I'm concerned, I don't think. But it just, you know, that whole situation is still going on. So we're seeing how world governments are abusing the power, using social media, using all different platforms to make sure that they get what they want at the end of the day. And this whole impeachment case is just unraveling so much stuff. And we're going to keep seeing all this information come out and just keep up with it because this is like one of the this is the first time at least in my grown-up age i remember the bill clinton stuff but i was too young to actually remember the bill clinton stuff if you get what i'm saying like i just remember the comedy skits and stuff like that about the bill clinton case but this is the one for my age and people millennials like me who are really living through this this is the one that's going to stand out for us and it's going to make a huge statement in history to come either if he gets impeached or if he doesn't now the bigger issue with the 2020 elections coming up not a bigger issue but with the 2020 elections coming up if this guy wins this impeachment case dog now the guy has a fighting like literally he has a stance to take against everybody because it will be a big issue for democrats let's just put it that way like it will be a massive issue for the opposing pattern just because he will be like oh they were coming after me look at all these democrats and then people who are on the teeter-totter and be like oh so this is what democrats are about this is what this is about so this is like a bit this is also the reason why nancy pelosi and a lot of democrats were like very like iffy on if they should really throw in the thing and do this impeachment thing they needed something substantial and now that they're doing this impeachment case to be able to fulfill this thing if they don't win if they're not able to impeach this guy i've been saying it to some people like i've already said in the past that if democrats don't come out right and if if the opposing parties don't come out right with donald trump sitting on the thing he's gonna win another term and with this impeachment case if they're not careful if they don't handle this situation properly if they do anything on sightly if they if they just mess this case up in any way in any way they just might just be putting themselves in an even bigger hole than they already might already be just trying to fight and win the next elections But anyway, that's just some side commentary about some of the important stuff that is going on right now. But moving on from that, let's talk about Amazon. I mentioned them earlier and some of the stuff that they've been doing. But Amazon is on this whole Alexa into everything. I mean, when I say everything, I mean everything. Amazon just came out with an event last week where they announced a bunch of products. And when I say a bunch of products, I mean they announced a bunch of Alexa uh, field products i mean they had an alexa ring they had an alexa dog tag they had an alexa eyeglasses they had some new alexa uh speakers or not speakers what do they call those things that that they they have their speakers i forget what they call their own speakers you know you have your google home you have your uh apple home pod and then you have your alexa oh my gosh i don't remember what it's called i don't i'm gonna be honest with y'all i don't even remember what it's called but seriously though alexa is literally in everything like they literally put it in everything and now they also announced that you can also add some new voices to alexa for 99 cents you can buy a new voice and one of the voices and the one that really stood out to me in the list is samuel l jackson but they didn't tell us which Samuel L. Jackson is going to be. Is it going to be the Avengers Samuel L. Jackson? You know, the PC one, the kid-friendly one, the homely one. Or is it going to be the Pulp Fiction Samuel L. Jackson? And if anybody has seen Pulp Fiction, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because that dude, Samuel L. Jackson, first of all, is that dude. I just love that guy. He's, he's fire. It's an act, he's just fire. But... 
but you can buy new uh, sounds just like Google announced I believe it was last year that you can have like John Legend and stuff on Google's own uh, Google Assistant now you can do the same thing with Amazon now the reason why Amazon is is putting Amazon Alexa into everything and infusing it into everything is because it doesn't have a starting platform like Siri and Google does where on your phone even if you're using an Android phone or if you're using an Apple phone or an iPhone I said an Apple phone an iPhone they already have a base where they have a digital assistant for you so with Androids you have Google assistant and with uh, iPhones you have Siri so there's already a starting base so Amazon is already trying to play catch-up which is why it sold its its smart speakers for so cheap right which is why I sold it for so 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 cheap because they wanted something to get it into people's hands as fast as possible and as easily as possible and that worked like that that strategy worked very well it sold a bunch of smart speakers which why am i not remembering what amazon smart speakers are called like i can't i can't believe that as a tech guy i'm forgetting this right now it's echo yes i remember amazon echo kits all those echo um echo devices that you see like literally almost everybody they were literally giving it away with everything if you bought amazon prime they gave you an echo speaker if you bought a uh, audible membership they gave you an echo speaker all these things they were just like throwing it out there because one of the reasons they were trying to get as many users into it and just like i've been saying or i don't know if i've been saying this but one of the biggest money makers nowadays is no longer hardware it's now in software it's now in the the services that is being provided like i talked about it with apple how apple is pivoting from being a hardware based company to being a software based company where more and more of their percentage of the money that they're making is no longer based on the iphone but now it's being based around the software packages that they're offering it's based around the things that they can offer people that isn't just like oh you can buy a new iphone for this much money and so we're seeing that with amazon but we've we've been seeing this with amazon and the main issue is amazon is trying to get people into its ecosystem and what i mean by that is for people to use its services so whether it's with amazon prime amazon music Amazon movies audible all the different things that Amazon has to its disposal that's how it's able to get that reoccurring dollars because hardware you can buy hardware one time for one price and you're done but these services these subscription services even though we have like a billion one of these things is the way that these companies are trying to get you into their ecosystem to get you to get stuck on their ecosystem and they're saying that if they can get you to buy their hardware then they can get you to use their ecosystem so that's why you see like Google has its ecosystem where you get the Google uh the Google smart speakers you get your home uh, Google home speakers and then with that you have YouTube music you have uh, YouTube red you have uh, Google Play games services you have all these different things that Google has and it's offering to you within its ecosystem and just like Apple has its ecosystem and it's trying to make it even bigger with Apple TV with Apple music with uh, Apple news all these different things where they're trying to build up their ecosystem because money reoccurring dollars is a whole lot better than one-time fees now Amazon like I said before, it's starting base is a whole lot harder seeing that people don't have Amazon phones, but people have Google phones and Apple phones. So Amazon is trying to find a way to really deal with it. So it's trying to find a way to really, really, really get get people to join its ecosystems and it's not just about you using its services the other thing is even more importantly is that data data is like a huge commodity even more so than your dollars data is a huge commodity for these companies minus for apple which 
If there's one thing I will always give Apple credit for is for their privacy and how they always try to protect your privacy in one way, shape or form versus Google and Amazon who they are actively trying to sell your information. Now, the bad thing about Apple doing that is their products are going to cost more because they're not trying to use your pro use your information to make more money where Google and Amazon are doing that. So that's why Apple will always charge a premium. I'm just coming to realize that now, but that wasn't always the case with Apple where they were charging a premium for that reason. They were charging a premium because they were Apple. Now they're after charge a premium because they're saying we are protecting your privacy and all that good stuff. So just remember whenever you buy any product nowadays, it's not just about the product that you are buying right now. It's about the service that you will use on the back end to support that product. And that's what companies want. Companies aren't just interested in having you pay one time. They're looking for ways to get, instead of you paying $100 one time, companies would rather you pay uh, pay $10 for an entire year. Because guess what? $10 for an entire year is $120 versus one time $100 fee. So they're looking for that long-term consistent drivel that they can get from your pocket. Consistently that they, want, they can get to be inside your pocket. But anyway... Moving on from that, moving on into some of the sad news that's going on as far as in the stock and trading markets. Uh, another one bites the dust in the sense of another IPO bombed. Like it joined, it went public, this company went public, and then right after it went public, started trading publicly, it just went right into the drain like it fell off a cliff just like every other most companies that have ipo and the company i'm talking about is peloton peloton went public on friday and immediately went public it dropped 11 percent of its shares which is we're starting to see a trend of this happening over and over but if in case you don't know what peloton is peloton well I won't tell you what they are. I will say what they are. They say they are an everything company. And by that, they mean they do everything. And by that, I mean, literally, they say they do media like Netflix. They do apparel like Lululemon. If you don't know what Lululemon is, it's a sports apparel brand. Not really sports brand, but it's a finesse sports brand. But anyway, Lululemon, they do tech like Google. They do hardware like Apple and they do streaming like Spotify. So they say they do everything. And they said, if you want it, they got it. If you want something, they're going to have it. But what are they really? They are a, they are a exercise bike and treadmill company. Now their exercise bike, which when I saw this price, but I always had that attack. I said, let me look at this thing twice. They are selling a, a, a spin bike or exercise bike for $2,300. You know, it's simple. It's simple. It's $2,300. And then the treadmill, they are selling it for $49. In fact, I said $4,000. I'm, I'm sorry, Peloton. I messed up. They are selling it for almost $5,000. $4,900. You can buy your own, your own one. But that's not all. In order for you to get the complete a, a, a circle, the complete vision when it comes to Peloton, you must also pay $39 a month for a monthly streaming service so you can get the complete team, you can get everything included to get the real gist of what they are trying to give to you. And they said when they IPO'd, which this one just blew my mind, when they IPO'd, they said that they are selling people happiness. When you buy that $2,300 spin bike or the $4,900 treadmill, they are selling you happiness. You will be joyous. You will just be so happy after you have spent that much money. Not on a car, not on an apartment, not on a house, but on treadmill. Correct treadmill. Just like that. Mm -hmm. Just inside like that. You just be landing. You'll be good. 
But anyway, but yeah, that's what they said. They said they sell you happiness, and that's their that's their that's what they said as their marketing thing when they IPO. But the main gist of this is the fact that we are seeing more and more of these private companies or these companies that are supposed to be the unicorns of investment. Unicorns meaning like they're supposed to like completely change an industry. They're supposed to be like the new tastemakers of an industry. I mean, they're supposed to derail what we've been doing for so long and become the new thing, you know, become the new standard of the way we do things. Just like how Google was an, uh, was a unicorn and Apple was a unicorn and Amazon was a unicorn because they change the way we we see things they change the way we do things they change the way we interact with the world and these companies were supposed to do that but we're seeing a complete shift in this of how public companies see it or see these uh see these ipos and see these companies and i mean when i say public companies i mean public investors see these companies and how private investors see these companies so private investors love the idea of unicorns and are willing to take l's as far as it comes to like losing money when the company is still like learning how to do business they're willing to just keep pumping money into these companies such as uber such as lyft such as peloton such as airbnb such as all these other companies where they're willing to take that l on the front end to because they believe that on the back back end when the company goes public it's going to make them a lot more money on the back end but we're not seeing that. Like we're seeing the very much the opposite happening nowadays with public investors just being like, yo, when y'all figure out how to make money, because one of the things to think about is when Uber went public, when Lyft went public, they lost almost 50% of their shares on the day they went public. And they've never been able to reach to the level of which they IPO'd at, to the status of which they said, this is what our company is worth. They haven't been able to do that because they're just not profitable. Lyft is a little, is tra- finally treading even a little bit, but Uber is super unprofitable. And for public investors, they don't see it as, oh, we'll keep investing into you, keep taking L's, and you guys just don't give us any money back. No, they're looking at, if we're investing into you, we want money right now. Like they're looking at quarter to quarter, what are you giving us? Are you able to make us more money or what are you doing? On the other end, private investors are willing to take L's on the front end. They're willing to put over a hundred billion dollars into a company just to say that on the back end, when they go in, into uh, a valuation state, when they go public, they'll be able to make that money back easily. But we're seeing that's not the case. Public companies don't see it the same way. It's like when kids go to a private university, like they go into a private school, the, everything is just different. You know, it's a, it's a whole different world when you're a private school. It's kind of like, have you guys watched that show, Dare White People? You know, it's a private university. Things are just different there. They care about stuff that I didn't care about when I was in a public school. I went to a public school. We were just trying to get by. We were just trying to make it through the day, trying to survive, pay this rent, all this kind of stuff. But in a private university, it's completely different vibe. Like the vibe is different. They care more about social social justice stuff. They care more about all this stuff that is important and is good, 
But then the problem is, when you come on the public sphere of things, it's a completely different ball game. Everybody is like, we're trying to grind, we're trying to get this bread. Not to say that people who went to private school don't care about that stuff, but it's just like a different mentality. And that's what we're seeing. We're seeing the mentality of private investors is completely different from the, uh, the mentality of public investors. And a lot of these companies are learning about that. Whether we go from Uber to Lyft or even to WeWork, who is just in limbo right now. Like they don't even know what to do anymore. Like they were valued at over $47 billion. And now that valuation has dropped to almost $10 billion. And then on top of it, they have to fire their CEO to try and figure out how are we going to move through this thing? How are we going to figure ourselves out in this whole new world where private investors and public investors don't see eye to eye? So, and then on the other hand, there are companies that are also like, we're about to IPO. One of them is like Endeavor, Endeavor Group. They're a Hollywood talent agency that, that they now became a digital media firm. And they were supposed to go public on Friday as well. But after they saw how Peloton went public, they noped it out of there faster than Cinderella when she saw the, the clock strike 12. Cause you know, she left Prince Charming standing in the middle of that dance floor, leaving my guy all by ladies 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 please never leave a dude just standing by himself on the dance floor my guy is like yo we getting this vibe going i want to get your number you know what's up you know this is nice and then you'll be like nope i gotta go it's like come on man you see that dude and ladies that that's a tactic too if you really like a guy just leave him hanging leave him hanging a little bit now this is bad this is bad as a christian i shouldn't be saying this but leave him hanging a little bit you know he'll come chasing he'll come chasing give him something to think about you know Give him, give him wanting more. Always keep him wanting more. Let him want to know more. You know, I'm just kidding. Anyway, but <laughs> that's beside the point. Let's go back to what we're talking about. And basically this uh, Endeavor group, which was supposed to go like literally 24 hours before they were supposed to go public. They saw how Peloton got treated and they said, not today. They said, we ain't going public no more. Back to our private sphere because they were like, if that's going to happen to them and they're supposed to be a huge company. Uh, what can happen to us? So, you know, we have other companies that are supposed to go and they're supposed to be unicorns that are supposed to go public soon. Like I talked about last time, Airbnb is trying to go public. So, you know, we don't know how this is going to go, but we keep rooting for you. We just hope that you it will keep going. But anyway, just some quick side news because I already burned through time, man. I ran through all these stories super fast, super fast. There was a story I read about the Match Group. You don't know who the Match Group is. They own the website Match.com. They also own, um, what's the thing that everybody loves to do is the swipe right or swipe left uh, uh, company uh, or app. Uh, Tinder, Tinder, that's the one. I don't know it because I don't use it. So I'm just saying. I don't know why I say I don't use it or why that's like a big deal if you use it or not. Do what you want, it's your life. But then the on Tinder, the swipe, the the owners of Tinder is the same people that run Match.com. If you don't know, and they're called the Match Group. But it was found that these people were doing 419. They were doing, uh, they were really trying to get people. They were scamming people out of money like no man's business. We found that over a period of about two years, they got 500,000 new subscribers by basically message, fake messaging people, getting people to sign up for a free account and then fake messaging those people that they're secret admirer, somebody who is like, who, it, it's somebody that they believe they would liked actually like them back 
and sent them a message for them to connect. And so the only way you could read that message is for you to sign up for the subscription service. And then when you sign up for the subscription service, you go check the message. Guess what? There was nothing there. There was no message there. They lied to you. They played you. And now you, they, you've given them money already. So you're like, why not? And a lot of people, when they sign up for that subscription service, they forget and they leave their thing on auto renew. And so month after month, Match was just making money, was just making money, was just racking up money. And they get, they got 500,000, just about 500,000 people to sign up for Match that way, which is illegal, by the way, in case you people didn't know, it's illegal to do stuff like that. It's a scam. That's a major scam. And so there was a court case and they were found guilty of this. And I just said, man, this is why you don't need to be doing this on. I'm just playing. But if you do online dating, I'm just saying, be very careful though. Be very, very careful. I know it's worked for some people. I've known people who it's worked for. And you know, but just be very careful if you are doing online dating and you haven't met the person. Just, you know, make sure in the in the age that we are living in today, there's no reason why you shouldn't have seen the person's face already. There is FaceTime. There is Skype. There is Google Duo. There is... Um, there's all kinds of ways for you people to talk face to face. There's no even even Snapchat has calling feature that you can call the person. WhatsApp is there too. So you know, just be careful if you're doing online dating and stuff like that. And you know, if you're looking for somebody, I hope you find that person for you. But anyway, moving on from there, I just wanted to make a note on this before I get out of here because my gosh, time is already gone. But non-meat meat that's going on in our culture is not going anywhere. Even McDonald's. McDonald's initially was like, we're not doing any of this impossible meats or, or, or on-meat meats or any of these kind of meats. We're not doing it. They were, they were really like doubling down. They came out with new burgers. They came out with all this kind of stuff saying that we are not doing anything with, with non-meat meats or 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 plant-based meats that's a better way to put it but they've been pressured into it they have no choice if you want to play in this market you have the fast food you have to play in this market and mcdonald's just announced that they will be releasing a, a impossible what's the major mcdonald's sandwich i forget the big mac an impossible big mac for the for their own store too so it just shows that impossible meats and plant-based meats plant-based diet is going nowhere in this way in, in this day and age also side note Plant-based meats are not necessarily the healthier option of regular meat. That's something that is a misconception that I just want to help. But those who listen to this podcast, it is not a healthier option. Some of these things are even more unhealthy than the regular burger. Like the things that you, you have to, in order for them to get it to the point where you feel like you're eating actual meat, they have to add so much stuff in there for you to get that feel and that taste and all that kind of stuff. But it does taste good though. So go check out that Impossible Whopper from Burger King. It's pretty decent. It's pretty decent. I'm not going to lie. But more importantly, this just shows that McDonald's and all these companies are going to have to find a way to play their part in this whole plant-based diet thing. And so Cali is where they're going to be releasing the sandwiches in a few stores and testing it out out there before they put it on the world stage. And I think I'm going to drop this note real quick. Spider-Man is back in the MCU. Sony is no longer doing nonsense. Thank you, Lord. We're going to get a new Spider-Man movie next year. So, yes, that's good news that Sony isn't going to waste time and do nonsense. But that's all I got for y'all this time. I don't know if I'm going to be able to release a podcast on Thursday because I'm going to be going out of town for work. But I don't know. We might be able to figure this thing out. Maybe, maybe not. If you see a if you see a podcast, just know I love y'all. If you don't, I still love y'all. But thank y'all for listening. 
God bless each and every single one of y'all. And have a great day. Peace.